I believe in this politically charged climate, it is a great time for a self-care check-in. Let's talk about it. Who taught you to hate yourself from the top of your head to the soles of your feet? Who taught you to hate your own kind? Who taught you to hate the race that you belong to? So much so that you don't want to be around each other. To me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world, black people. Shalom, shalom, family, and welcome to another episode of Jacob Seed Podcast, where the diaspora speaks. The whole purpose of this podcast is to get encouraging, uplifting, thought-provoking content out to the African-American community who are a part of the Semitic diaspora. Listen, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, uh, please, I encourage you to subscribe on whatever platform that you get your podcast. Um, also, um, if you don't know, we do have a, a website, jacobcpodcast.com. Uh, there you can get every single episode of the podcast, also updates uh, what's going on uh, with the podcast and everything. For everybody who has subscribed, followed, liked, shared, whatever you've done on social media to promote this podcast, listen, I thank you. I thank you. Uh, I can't do it without you. That's uh, because of your likes, your shares, because of your voices, your, uh, your, your, your DMs, all your encouragement, man. I appreciate every last one of them uh, truly and dearly. Listen, um, if you ever wanted to be a part of the podcast, uh, you can call into the podcast voicemail, 901-374-74. That's 901-374-74. Uh, leave your comment and your question. Please try to leave it to a minute. Um, and that comment and question will be played on an episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. So, family, let's get let's get right into this. So, if, if uh, unless you just don't have any form of uh, uh, social media or any connection to the outside world, uh, you do understand that election an election has taken place here in 2020. Um, these United States of America have elected a brand new president uh, by the name of Joe Biden um, and his vice president by the name of Colum, uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, they have defeated the incumbent president, uh, Donald Trump, and his vice president, Mike Pence. Uh, why is that important on a podcast talking about self-care? Because I believe that a lot of times in these politically charged environments, especially when you have two polar opposite ideas uh, fighting for one another, uh, we, especially in the faith community, especially those who are Hebrews, who believe in uh, uh, the Elohim, the creator of this world, and that he is sovereign, and that whoever is in office, no matter where you're scattered to, whether it's Joe Biden or, or Boris Johnson or um, whoever it may be, wherever you're scattered to around the world, you have to understand that those who are in office, uh, the most high is sovereign. And he allows them to be there for whatever reason to accomplish whatever goal uh, that he has set for that particular nation. Uh, and then when you understand, uh, especially as a people, that these quote unquote politicians uh, do not live to serve you, but they live to serve their own agenda, uh, then you're not sad, you're not upset 
when you voted them in and they haven't done anything that you actually voted them in to do. So I say all of that to say, and if you listen to my past podcast, you understand I voted for Kanye West and I'll keep voting for Kanye West uh, just for the fact that I vote just to pay my ancestors some homage. I understand that they did not necessarily uh, aim to die so that I can vote, uh, but they did do a lot of work, blood, sweat and tears. Um, and unfortunately, some of them died for the fact of me to vote. So I, I, I see that as a huge badge of honor. Um, and I don't want to disrespect anybody in my family or letting by any of those people down. Uh, so but when I do vote, especially when it's present, I don't take this stuff seriously um, because it, it, it messes with your spirit and messes with your 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 it can mess with your mental um, state and all that stuff. Um, and this is my last thing about politics and getting self-care uh, just because the political thing is a little bit relevant. Uh, the important thing about politics is <clears throat> not voting for president. The important thing about politics, if you're really trying to um, get things changed in your community, uh, get things changed in your local arenas, uh, number one, you have to be that change that you're looking for. Uh, you have to get out in your community. You have to get out in the streets. You have to be the one to picking up trash and uh, planting farms and, and doing fundraisers or whatever it looks like, uh, whatever the need of your community, you have to be the one to meet that and gather like-minded people around you in order to meet those needs because historically politicians don't do that. You have few and far and in between. Uh, but the problem with most of the most of us is we, we, we will linger on this uh, this election, uh, but two years from now, it's going to be time for your mayor is up for re-election. Your city council will be up for re-election. Your, your local senate will be up for re-election. People who affect your, um, uh, your pay rage, your pay wages, uh, people who affect the taxes that you pay, uh, people who have an impact on, your, um, on, on who can buy a house and where, uh, people who have an impact on gentrification, uh, people who have an impact on whether or not you have community centers, people who have an impact on, whether, uh, on your, on your uh, free lunch programs, um, on your inner city education programs, uh, all these kind of different things that literally impact your life directly. And for some whatever reason, none of us ever go to those voting events when those are way more important than the presidential event, because literally the people that you vote in your local arena can impact and touch your life in a way that the president can never do. Uh, but saying all that to say that in these supercharged political arenas, I think a lot of us get stuck in believing conspiracy theories. Um, a lot of us get stuck in uh, voting one way or the other and spending a lot of energy on that. Or a lot of us get stuck spending a lot of energy telling people why they should not be voting um, and why they shouldn't be voting, a, uh, why Hebrews shouldn't care about voting a new Pharaoh into office. And that, that takes a lot of energy as well. So I think this is a great time. I was going to do another uh, podcast episode. I may do it later. Uh, but I think this was a great time to pause and have a self care check-in because if you're not well the people around you won't be well so if your mental psyche is crazy and off kilter um, and your mood has changed your spirit has changed because you spent too much energy being involved in this political arena the people around you suffer because of that so you have to be the best you so the people around you can be the best them all right uh, that's just a, that's just a universal truth. Like the people around you can't be the best them if you're not the best you. All right. So we have to stay healthy, uh, holistically. So our soul, our mind and our body. Uh, so I just want to go through just a few things. I uh, don't want to be long, but just a few things that could help us. Cause I was reading this the other day, just thinking about 
other different things, you know, watching, uh, flicking back and forth from CNN to NBC, CBS, Fox, MSNBC, uh, Al Jazeera, all these different uh, news pundits, right, uh, talking about the election. And my soul got literally tired. Um, and even for those who are not uh, involved and you just ignored it completely, um, at least on TV, you, when you turn on, you know, social media, um, even if you're following all brews, it's like, man, like so many people have spending whatever energy it is, they're spending probably too much energy on this. And it's, it could be extremely draining. Um, so I'm just reading this thing about self-care and giving ourselves a little bit of tips. I've, I've done podcasts on just how to rest your mind and your soul and how you need rest. But I think it's very important now just to have a self-care check-in. And I probably want to do one of these podcasts every few months uh, just to see how we're doing, right? Uh, because uh, sometimes it's not a politically charged climate, but sometimes stuff could be going on, whether it's whether it's our, our men and women, our young boys and young uh, young women getting uh, shot down in the streets, whether it's your education system failing you, whether you just uh, live in a neighborhood that's just deplorable, whatever it may be, that, that takes a huge toll on your mental, physical, and spiritual body, all right? So um, number one, and we'll get into this. So number one... Um, I would say go outside. So we're not yet in this national lockdown where we're there's this forced quarantine. It's not here yet. Um, so before it gets here, I would encourage if you have a park in most uh, large cities, even down to the smallest town of 500 people, everyone has some kind of park you can go to or at least just walk around your neighborhood or or get out in your yard and just breathe in the air. Let your let your let your bare feet uh, touch the soil, get that connection uh, to the earth and just just bask in the glory of the creation that the most high has made around you, the trees, the grass and uh, whatever it may be like get outside. Like there are serious wellness benefits to getting outside of your house, your office. In fact, spending time in nature has been a part uh, of people in the uh, Japanese government's prevention health strategy since the 80s because they understand how stressful things are there. So they call it Shin Shirin Yuko, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, which translates to forest bathing. And it means simply being in the presence of trees, not by hiking or camping, just by being there. And there's science behind it. In a 2010 study, an environmental health and preventative medicine found that spending time in nature leads to lower levels of stress, hormones, lower blood pressure, lower pulse rate than spending time in urban areas. All right. So if, if you already live out in the country, man, that's awesome. You already have a foot up on everybody else. Uh, but if you especially if you live in those these urban areas, inner cities, um, especially big sprawling cities, whether it's Atlanta, Chicago, um, L.A., New York, Philly, Houston, Dallas um, and cities like them, uh, you want to get out. Get in your car, drive to a, a, a botanical garden. If you got to pay for it, pay for it. Um, go to a, a local mountain or a local national park or whatever it may be. Just get out and experience nature and see the creation that the Most High has made and bask in that um, and, and glorify him and worship him and all that he has done in this world. And get your mind off all this crazy stuff that's going on around us because literally it can drive you crazy if all the time you spend is on social media or on these news pundits talking about all this political stuff. Like you, this is the time to get away from it, right? It's time to, <clears throat> excuse me, it's time to really get serious about our self-care, self-care, because we can't care for others 
if we ourselves are in a space where we're not well. All right. Uh, Second thing, set screen time limits for yourself. I know we love our smartphones and tablets and laptops and all that stuff, but binge watching the hottest new show or scrolling through emails before bed can impact your sleep. And researchers are starting to look at the way social media can impact your mental health. So turns out there's a real health benefit to going tech free for at least part of the day. So I understand that's the difficult and I understand technology has become like a fabric of uh, the Western society. So I don't believe there's anyone that I know that walks outside of their house without a smartphone in their pocket. Right. Or a, a car they can't talk to. Or if you, even if you go to work, you have tablets and uh, touchscreen computers or whatever you may have. You're always looking at some kind of screen. But in order to take care of yourself, you have to be cognizant of the time that you're spending on these screens and stay off of them. Number one, they're not good for your eyesight. Number two, in taking all that information and looking at the screen, it, 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 it affects your sleep. It impacts your sleep in a negative way. And in order to really be healthy, especially mentally and physically, you need a good amount of sleep. That's just something that's, that's, something that's proven, something that's proven. Um, uh, thirdly, I believe thirdly, spend some time reading. So a lot of us don't read enough. We, we go through Instagram and Facebook and uh, we watch all these news pundits and getting all these different ideas and all this stuff. But none of us really take the scholarly work and actually read. And you don't have to read anything deep. Read something that relaxes you. Shoot, read a Nancy Drew book. I, I, don't, I don't know what's popular right now. When I was a, a smaller, Nancy Drew was popular or, or, or a good crime novel, whatever's out there. Um, my go-to is history. I like to read history. I like to read about art. Um, I like to read about historical figures, autobiographies, that kind of stuff relaxes me. Um, so I, I enjoy, really enjoy that. So spend time reading, whether it's a novel, nonfiction read, or a collection of poetry. Uh, practice some affordable um, escapism with good with a good book, man. Even if it's a comic book, something. Uh, get a good poetry book. Get a good, you know, get some good Langston Hughes or some Maya Angelou or uh, some Nina Simone or something uh, that can help you relax. Um, um, listen to some good music. Listen to some good music, man. Um, and, I, and I know some of y'all are going to disagree, but that's okay. But hey, man, but turn on your favorite R&B. Turn on some Marvin Gaye. Uh, turn on some some Coltrane, uh, some jazz. Some uh, Kurt Whalem is a, my favorite jazz artist. I, I listen to him a lot, and it calms me down. Um, it puts me in a headspace where I'm not thinking about the things that are currently around me, the craziness that's going on around me. But it's, it helped me to relax. Help me, and it helps me to focus on what 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 the tasks I have at hand. So that's really healthy. We have to get in a space where we're healthy, and we're not always digesting negative information. Because the truth of the matter is, and which is sad, I follow a lot of uh, a lot of us on on social media, and there's a very few of us who actually take the time to post or share positive things. There's a lot of positive things going on in the world, but we choose to ignore them for the negative things. Uh, now, I don't know why that is. Maybe that's just human nature to focus on things that are negative and bad and that impact us in a negative way. But there are positive things going out there, whether it's in this country, in your state, in your county, or whether it's abroad. Um, we need to do a better job at highlighting those things, too, on social media, because just looking at the bad stuff and people that's against you and this, that and the other and they ain't for you and blah, blah, blah. Listen to all that kind of stuff. It puts you down and it puts you in a mental state where no one cares for you. No one loves you. Uh, uh, no one's there for you for you. Um, even though you have a, a loving husband or loving wife or loving children, loving family uh, that truly do care for you. But if you're on social media and you believe the hype, especially the hype in our community, you'll believe that nobody is for you when they are. And if truly no one is for you, hey, what, what does Paul say in the scriptures? Um, uh, if y'all be against me, God is for me. 
right? Uh, even Joshua said that. Moses said that. So even, even if my family fails me, I still have a God on high who is with me, who is for me, who loves me, who will send comforting angels, um, whether in the form of physical, real angels or people who will comfort me and be there for me. Um, so just look for those healthy relationships as well. It's very important to connect in this time to a healthy relationship. What does a healthy relationship look like? A healthy relationship looks like somebody who is, um, who is, who is sharpening you, right? So uh, they understand your, your strengths and they're trying to build those up. They understand your weaknesses and trying to not condemn you because of them, but help you through them. Um, and they're also there to encourage you, uh, to, to pour in some positive energy into you. Um, as well as impact you in a way that allows you to think critically um, about the world around you and to shape a good worldview. So that is a, a great, healthy relationship. What does an unhealthy relationship look like? If the only thing y'all talking about is the end of the world and all the bad things that's going on and oppression and everything we're going through, that's not a good relationship because that's all your mind is going to be focused on, especially if you're around that person a lot. Now, I know some of us have friends like that and there, there's some of us who um, we have friends who are not in the way, you know, who uh, we argue with a lot or whatever because out of love. Uh, but I would say that Sometimes we need to sever, not to completely sever those ties, but if, if that's a close friend, you talk to them every day, maybe you need to talk to them like once a week now um, so you can be in a great headspace for the people who are actually for, your, for, your, for, for the parents you're taking care of, for the husband, wife you're taking care of, kids you're taking care of. They need you in a good headspace so that you can be the best wife you can be, the best husband you can be, the best child you can be, the best parent you can be, the best brother, sister, cousin, whatever it may be, whatever your role is under your household uh, those people need you. And even if you're single, you need to be healthy for yourself so that you can navigate through this world. And as, as Peter always say, that you can be sober. So you're not walking around being distracted by all these things that don't really matter. Uh, but you're really, your head is really in a space to where you can understand what's going on in a healthy way uh, uh, and pray about those things. You know, So those things uh, all come with healthy relationships. They all come with health. That, that, that is 100% key. Um, declutter your social media accounts. Like I would even say fast from social media every now and again, everybody needs at least a, uh, a, a few day fast. Even if you want to stretch it to a week, one week a month where you're just off of social media. Um, unless, I mean, if you work in social media, that's your job. That's one thing, but just do what you got to do and then get off. So it can feel rude to unfollow people on Facebook or Twitter. But if you're constantly, uh, if you're consistently cringing at friends, too candid updates or, or you disagree with their political or religious post or you don't actually like them, um, it may be time to clean up your friends list. And it doesn't have to be a major statement. Both Facebook and Twitter allow you to stop seeing someone's updates without actually severing your connection. Just opt to unfollow on Facebook and mute on Twitter. So there's some things, y'all, the people putting out here, they sound crazy. Uh, whether you, they're, they're your friends in the way, whether they're Christians, whether they're Republicans, whether they're Democrats, whether they're agnostic, atheists, independents, libertarian, whatever it may be. Uh, we understand that on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, folks just pour out all their business that they shouldn't be pouring out. Uh, they have these long novel reads of updates that, they probably should be sharing with their inner circle and not social media. Um, there's different 
false conspiracy theories that are shared and um, just different things, uh, whether it be people showing somebody getting shot in the street. And that's the most thing I see on my feed. And I can't watch that stuff because it just doesn't put me in a healthy uh, headspace. I don't need somebody reminding me every day that my life doesn't matter. That that's not healthy. Um, so I choose not to watch those things. And a lot of those people I have unfollowed. Um, I have unfriend. Um, not because they themselves, I understand that they're passionate stuff for it and they believe that this stuff needs to be shared uh, to the world. And I understand that and I get that. Um, but being in those situations as a so-called African-American man uh, and several times being in situations where the cops could have taken my life, I praise the most high that it didn't happen. I've had at 12 years old, I had three uh, guns pointed in my face because police officers believe that I had a weapon on me. A 12 year old child. I had a uh, and some of you may be too old, uh, too young to remember this, but I had what's called a Walkman. In my pocket. So it used to be a big old thing that held uh, CDs. Now I know everything. All the stuff is digital on our phones. But that, 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 that's what was in my pocket. And it's a circular device. In no way does it resemble um, any kind of weapon at all. Uh, but those are some of the things. Uh, falsely uh, put in handcuffs and all these different things. So those are things that I've been through. So uh, watching, you know, uh, different people getting shot in the street or... or cops standing on somebody's neck or just sometimes even hearing the stories I can't even I can't even do it um so I remember there was one time at my job where they got everybody together um and well-meaning so um and they wanted to have a discussion just about race and politics and police officers and uh people were sharing their stories about about police brutality and all that stuff and it it took everything in me not to tear up and walk out of that room um I didn't share at all uh there's actually another brew that I work with and we're looking at each other like man uh, did we really get caught up in this like we got suckered into this meeting like this like they they didn't take into account that there's some people that are still facing real trauma um from experiences they had whether with police or with racist men and women or uh, just with being in a system that does not that look at you um as a whole human being uh, but that's why we have to find things with that we can reach for and we can grab uh, that that allows us to think and that brings us positivity and that uplift us and encourage us. Yes, I know everything can't be uplifting, and encouraging. Sometimes the truth hurts. Uh, sometimes we have to listen and have those hard conversations with different people. Sometimes we have to allow people to have hard conversations with us because we're not perfect and we're not always doing the things that we're supposed to be doing. But it's very important that even in all of that, that we have to have a self care check in uh, with somebody, somebody that you know, somebody that's close with you uh, and let them know, hey, man, I'm, I'm not in the best place spiritually. I'm not in the best place mentally. I'm not in the best place spirit uh, physically and maybe all three at the same time. I just need to talk to somebody. I need to be able to vent without being judged. Um, uh, again, uh, go outside, listen to some good music, uh, declutter your social media account, get some good rest. A lot of us stay up too late and, and don't go to sleep watching crazy stuff. A lot of us probably went to sleep watching this election stuff. And then you wonder why you wake up with a headache. You wonder why you have all these crazy dreams. It's like your dreams are, are an extension of some, most of the time what you got finished watching last night. Your body needs to be at rest. Turn the TV off before you even get tired. Sit there and stare at the wall if you have to. Fall asleep reading the scriptures. Do something other than paying attention and allowing that negative stuff to impact you before you go to sleep. Because now you wake up droggy, you wake up tired, you wake up with a headache. You're not in the right headspace to be able to impact, uh, uh, positive impact your family, those who live with you, those you work with, or those who are depending on you. So you have to take care of yourself 
be in a good place of care so that you can adequately care for others. All right. Um, write it down. So Habeka says, you know, write the vision, make it plain kind of deal. So jot down your thoughts and impressions about stressful, emotional, or even traumatic experiences can actually help you overcome those events, according to a 2005 study published in Advances in Psych Psychiatric Treatment. So sometimes you just have to write it. No one has to read it, so you don't have to worry about being, you know, having perfect penmanship and making sure everything is spelled correctly. Like, you don't have to worry about all that. Um, just sometimes just getting it out. So if you're single and you don't have anybody to talk to, you live in a rural town and uh, you just feel like you're all alone, like at least write those things down so you can get those things out in the open um, and you can try to um, um, heal those areas of trauma or stress um, that are in your life that so many of us deal with um, each and every day. And, and we don't, whether we don't take it seriously or we just don't want to um, confront those areas in our life. And, and the sad thing about it is, especially uh, in the way, uh, too many of us begin to make doctrines um, and make rules that we can't find in the scriptures based off of our trauma and our stress. So there's a lot of leaders out there who do not do self-care, who are unhealthy yet leading. They're bleeding and leading. And the people that are following them, you can see the impact that they have. Because whether you want to believe it or not, you take on the attitude and the character and the structure of those who you follow. Those who are in the leadership of your assembly or your camp or whatever it may be, you take on their personalities. And when that person is unhealthy, it puts you in danger of becoming unhealthy, thinking unhealthy thoughts, uh, engaging in unhealthy doctrines, um, um, having unhealthy relationships, and on down the list. So it's a very good practice um, for us as a people to begin to really take um, uh, self-care seriously, very seriously. Listen, also, and y'all may think this is crazy, but, man, get a pet. Get a dog, get a cat, uh, get a lizard, I don't know, whatever you into, get a pet. Uh, this thing specifically says pet a dog or a cat. Researchers believe cuddling with a pet um, as real mental health benefits lowers uh, serotonin levels that have been linked that have been linked to depression and petting an animal prompts your body to release this hormone and owning a pet uh, has other health benefits benefits too, including decreasing your blood pressure, cholesterol, uh, uh, triglycerin levels, warding off loneliness and encouraging you to exercise and socialize more says American centers of D disease control and prevention. Um, so these are just a few things and there more be, there may be more things out there. You can research on your own um, how to actually, um, engage in self-care. Uh, but this is what I will say lastly, um, that we as a people need to start taking self-care more seriously. We can't be running around here um, um, on social media every single day, all day long, um, arguing with people about the way, um, about different doctrines, arguing with different assemblies and different camps, um, looking at the news every day, um, looking at this political charge stuff. And believe and believe me so, Donald Trump um, uh, will be louder as a non-president than he was ever as a president. 
um, and continuing to engage in these things daily is not healthy for your mind, your body, and your soul. David tells us in Psalms chapter one that we are to meditate on the scriptures. So we need to be meditating on the scriptures. We need to be in daily prayer. We need to be fasting at least once or twice a month. And we need to be finding ourselves as our ancestors doing, uh, did, uh, doing acts of kindness in the place we are. We are charged to do in Jeremiah 29. Uh, so I, help, I hope this, guys, I hope this helped you guys out. Um, I hope you can find more ways to check in as far as self-care um, is concerned. Um, and really be serious about uh, getting yourself healthy mind body and soul because if, if if you're healthy hopefully the people around you can be healthy um, um so a better you makes a better them uh, so thank you for tuning in um as always um, i'm your boy yermiyahu keep it 98 plus two seek out the truth uh, inform others uh, i'm sorry listen i always mess this up for some reason i don't know this is like my slogan but i keep i keep messing it up i keep messing it up so uh, uh seek the truth inform others Live it out and inform others. There we go. I got it. Seek the truth. Live it out and inform others. Y'all just help me. Pray for me. I love y'all. Be easy. Peace. Shalom. Shalom.